song is it's legit. It's so good, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're going through some stuff, this is a great song. If you've been shot in the leg <laughs> twice, this is a great song to walk out to. We now return you to regular programming. Welcome back to another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am your host, Nate, and today I am joined once again by my good friend back from the West Coast, as I am Tony from the 58 West King Podcast. How the hell's it going, Tony? Uh, it's going good. Thanks for having me back on our last episode. Um, it was good. It was real good, Nate. How uh, good? I've listened to it at least three times. <laughs> you can listen <laughs> oh, me on more often. You have 75% of the listens. Yes. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're we're a little bit above that. <laughs> That's cool. How was California for you? Uh, it was good. Uh, topic of discussion for what do we have here? Rant, rave. We got a top of mind. So we'll, I'll talk about it. But it was uh, nice. It was pretty like it was pretty cool while we were there. Like there was overcast pretty much the entire time while we were in San Diego, Anaheim. It rained mm -hmm. one of the three days we were there. So nice. Was expecting to come back with like you know a darker shade. Yeah. But it was nice. It was okay. Cool. All right. So we'll get into some of the topics that we got here for the podcast today. We got, as usual, top of mind. That's just what's on top of our mind coming into this week or out of last week. Manager on manager where we get to know each other a little bit better. Some sports news and notes. We'll do a draft, finish up with rants and rays before we leave you with a banger of the week. So top of mind, Tony, you go first. What's on top of your mind this week? Disneyland. So I don't know if you can see the shirt I'm sporting here. Nice. Um, yeah, souvenir. But Lightning Lane. Do you know what this is? Genie Tell me Plus, about it. Lightning Lane. I know about Genie Plus. Yeah. So I think Disneyland used to have like the Fast Pass, so you mm -hmm. could just like ad hoc go through the park, stand in a line, get on a ride. Yeah. Kind of, kind of how we used to do things. But I think the Fast Pass, you just would show up at a certain time, and then you could get on faster. Well, now you have to pay for Genie Plus uh, or the Lightning Lane, and it's twenty five dollars a ticket. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's fucking ripoff. So, <laughs> like a family of four is paying what two to three hundred bucks a ticket if you're doing like the park hopper multi-day thing mm -hmm. you're paying 30 30 a day in parking right for the normal parking i think you can upgrade that to like 40 for premium mm -hmm. you're spending money on a hotel that's like two to four hundred dollars a night if mm -hmm. you're off the disney resort is ridiculous i'm not going to bring that up yep. uh food a meal there for like a person's like over 20 bucks so family mm -hmm. of four it's like 80 to 100 bucks you got to have snacks right churro churros they need more churro carts. That's another thing I'm pissed <laughs> off about. Like every every cart, uh, churro cart had a line of like 50 people. It was stupid. Mm -hmm. um, you're spending money on gifts. Plus, you got to get that stupid Disney purse backpack thing. Do you know what these are? Yeah, the little yeah. ones. They yeah. sell them in like uh, box lunch or Hot Topic and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, though. girls wear them, guys wear them, kids wear them, adults wear them. Like everyone has them. But mm -hmm. I, I don't know. The lines with Lightning Lanes, I think they're really dumb. Um, they let the Lightning Lane payers so the people who pay $25 a ticket um in addition to their ticket sorry mm -hmm. they let them through it like a 10 to 1 clip so you can sit there and wait for an hour and you're just watching all these people with the lightning pass just walk past you it's so yeah. stupid like it, it creates so much so much congestion i'm not a fan it's awesome if you have it but i think it's just fucking stupid and i did i, I ran the numbers here um we're being nickel and dime nate disney generates 20 billion dollars a year in revenue they profit like five to six percent typically some years more mm -hmm. do you know how much money that is a lot that's like over 1.2 billion there's some change mm -hmm. there they don't even pay a dividend on their stock anymore so i'm pissed at disney right now <laughs> how much disney stock do you have that you don't get dividends for <laughs> that's what you're pissed off about not not anything to do with paying 25 bucks extra a ticket for per person or anything like that it's it's the fact that you let 10 people go by and 40 people go by and 60 and 80 probably like 200 people go by and you don't even get a stipend nothing 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 and yeah, my like portfolio is killing me right now <laughs> anything else on top of your mind that's it for now all right nice uh me top of mind um i tweeted out on my personal twitter at natorate by three zero uh I might be changing all of my fandom for sports minus the Dodgers. I don't know what it is. Part of me is like, you know what? I should just root for New York teams, have a city that I represent, and that's it. Maybe it's because 
you know, I got a Christmas trip planned to go to New York or something like that. But there's something about being a fan of shit teams. And I feel like I'm in a in a weird point where I think the Kings are going to make the playoffs this year. They're nasty, dude. King King Murray, the rookie, is just like putting up 28 points a game in preseason. He lit up the summer league and stuff. I got to see him play when I was out there in Vegas. The dude is nasty, nasty, kind of like Jason Tatum. Like, so I think the Kings make it into the playoffs this year. So it's like, ah, oh, the team I've been rooting for forever is about to get good. But you know what? The Knicks are never good. That's a cool team to root for because when it does come, like, yeah, I was, I was there, right? And I have dreams and admirations to live in like Manhattan for a year or two after like the kids move out and stuff like that. Just have like a little basically a bedroom type of you know apartment deal 30 floors up or whatever a couple hundred square feet yeah I, that's all i need right like maybe 250 300 i don't even walk around in my house like i got two stories and it's like i don't use the couches downstairs i don't do any of that i basically sit in my bed or at this chair at my computer mm-hmm. so it's like i spend all my time in my bedroom anyways but that the jets like it would be cool to be a Jets fan right now because they've always stunk, right? And everybody shits on you and they're just like winning games they shouldn't. Or the Giants. I wouldn't be a Giants fan. That seems too proper. You know, you gotta be a grit fan. So I don't know. Part of me's thinking about that. But also we could, we could probably be better friends if you do this because you're a 49ers fan currently. I'm a Rams fan. Mm-hmm. You're also a Kings fan. I'm a Lakers fan. There's a little bit of a rivalry there. So I think you should make yeah. this happen completely revolved around cheating and uh, robbery of a championship and a seven foot 45 size 37 foot wearing guy talking about hicks and cowboys and cowbells and then he ends up owning part of the team later on like get the fuck out of here but yeah that 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 sucked fuck donahue or donahue whatever the hell his name was but there's that that's on top of my mind i just got out of class tonight so on wednesday nights i take a i have a class that's uh just called innovation uh so all we do is create products and try to solve problems in the world or whatever it's just a do class basically and over the last like four weeks that i've gone We've basically dominated like my table, my group, we've dominated the innovation war, you know, to where I don't even know what other people make when they present it. Cause I'm like, it's just not as good as ours. And today we've created a park here in the Colorado Springs area that hits like seven different new ideas to be an all-inclusive style park, right? For anybody with like sensory issues, blind, handicap, all this kind of stuff, right? But, and find a good place to put it in the city. So we built one, uh, built out a model in like 40 minutes, addressed all the issues and stuff like that and put it directly in the hood. Uh, if you know the Colorado Springs area, you go to like Circle and Fountain. There's a donut shop called Amy's Donuts right there. That's like a staple of Colorado Springs, but it's not in a good area. And they're open till like one or two in the morning, but that's an area you don't want to be in at one or two in the morning because you might just be wearing the wrong color or something, right? So it's like, let's put this fantastic big bright park right in the middle of that area. You got good sense from the donut shop, this, this, this. And some of the things we came up with in the park, uh, the teacher was like, you guys should, uh, if you guys want to do a startup and make that, and it's become a a current recurring thing within our table every single week so he's like dude every week you guys are just killing it this 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 i might be an inventor tony i don't know i don't like the park over there you can't be increasing property values on that side of town (laughs) that was another topic too we did one before it was like how do we uh innovate to address the uh the how do you say this the rising housing costs right and affordable housing within the city and it's like, I don't know how you deal with like, you know, putting more money in people's pockets because it's a free market economy. And if, you know, yeah, you want to buy a house cheap, but everybody, everybody wants to sell their house for as much as they can too. Right. So like, it's cool when you're trying to buy a house, but the same person who buys a house, you're gonna be like, nope, you can only sell for this much. They're going to be like, fuck you. It's worth this much. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. It's a tough decision, but yeah. So we were looking to bring some light to the hood. So that was something there, but that's on my mind um that's awesome all all jokes aside i like it thanks before class like our computer systems were down at work today so we kind of just did some meeting stuff and then we jammed out at 
like noon or something like that. So I went to Barnes and Noble because that's like my spot when I got time to kill. Did that. And then I was like, I'm so hungry. So I was driving and I found a Del Taco. And I was like, I ain't had Del Taco in a while. I fucked up, Tony, because I sat there and ate like $23 worth of Del Taco because I was like, oh, I want those carne asada fries. I want to see what they got there. I want this type of quesadilla tacos. So I got the combo with that. But then they also had this queso, like this quesarito combo carne asada burrito too. Mm. And I ate all of it before class. <laughs> it took me about 25 minutes before my stomach was like, you got diarrhea and <laughs> so i like i'm driving fast as fuck down the road trying to get to school just so i can go blow up a bathroom and i got there like an hour 20 before and i used the restroom three times before class started and i was like yo i'm sorry i might have to leave because i got the shits because i ate 23 dollars <laughs> with the del taco that's, awesome. that's what's on my mind um going in and out of this week and in and out of me so oh moving on manager on manager so this is a segment where we get to know each other a little bit better a lot of us in our league this podcast for new listeners is based around the 12 people in our fantasy league and some of us are geographically separated so there's a way for us to all kind of get to know each other maybe listen in have a conversation and be like oh i didn't know that about tony or nate so my question here and this is solely based off of me asking for a friend also known as me this last weekend and you saw my screenshots and you could do the math how do you handle a very bad sports betting weekend it was a bad week for anyone who does this professionally as amateurs like like us i think a couple of the experts the experts using Mm -hmm. quotation marks here i listened to they were under 500 on the week so uh but for you i think you got to pull it back the following week so week seven man uh make smaller bets make smarter bets maybe no parlays um i've had like two or three weeks like that every year where i I lose like every i try to empty the account out every week but i think you just have to have a limit and you're like your dk your fan duel and bet mg whatever accounts you have like just have a limit i always have a dollar amount that i have if i go over like if i have a really good week i'll transfer Mm -hmm. that to paypal and i'll only see like i keep it to a hundred dollars in each of those accounts i have the two and Mm -hmm. uh, that's all i bet that way I can't more, you know, I'm not, I'm not ending up uh, mortgaging the house. Um, but it's $600 too much to lose on a a Sunday. (laughs) That is way too much to lose. You're up there in like Kendall territory, but is this why you sold your truck? Is is that why? Is it? I definitely sold my truck so that I can have an extra 15 K in my pocket to just gamble away on FanDuel. Uh, I did look at my account because the other day I was looking at it and I had had a few good weeks. Right. And, uh, some larger size bets and so i looked at the account thing that matt kindle had sent in text right where it's like it shows how much you bet right oh and his God. is i mean jesus christ like the amount that he's risked right and he's lucky he's like at a 50 50 mark of you know he's it's pretty even right yeah. and uh i looked at mine and it was like 8500 something dollars right in since i opened the account but mm-hmm. i've only started betting since i really got here mm-hmm. so in about a year i've wagered somewhere around 8500 bucks and going into last week uh into last weekend i was plus 530 dollars or something mm-hmm. like that and right now I am negative like Damn. 120 bucks, but I got some bangers in there already. Like I bet New England, uh, I think it was at the seven once it opened and it's at seven and a half now too. So I don't think they end up losing, but uh, I think they're playing the Bears. Yeah, and, Monday night. Yeah, Bears Monday night, right? And it's in New England and they, they, got a, they opened up at seven. I was like, that number should probably be eight or nine because I don't think the Bears score a point and Ramondre Stevenson's just going to run for a bunch of yards, right? So I'll be putting in a hefty bet on Ramondre Stevenson over, no matter what it is. If it's under 100 yards, then I'm doing it, and it'll probably be around like 80 or 70-something. So Yeah, they have like the 31st or 32nd ranked defense like across the board, rushing, passing, total. Yeah. They're bad, the Lions. Yeah. So anyways, if you're out there, uh, recommendation, don't spend like half a thousand dollars a weekend just because it's like – it's, it's terrible. So this is the problem with like being in a better place financially to where it's like, 
I don't like to go out and do stuff. Like if I go to sports games, that's cool, right? Like I kind of want to go to the Avs game this Friday night because the girls oh, I had to pick shit. them up. I had to pick them up Saturday morning, and I haven't really done like a sports thing this week. I was I wanted to go to Kansas City this last weekend, and I was looking at it, I was like, it's gonna cost me like eight hundred bucks, and I already have like six hundred in wagers. So I'm glad I didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I would have been pissed being at that game, but um just like getting a rental car to drive out there and the ticket price was like three something is stupid but um but yeah when you when you get in a better place and it's like oh i don't know what to do so i'm just gonna spend copious amounts of money on dumb shit rather than like saving and thinking about oh i should probably just put this money towards like the house fund or something like that right so i could buy a home later on and stop renting but yeah, that, that's Trey. If he's listening, I'm, I'm pretty sure he can relate. Dropping like 125 on a Knox first to score. That's <laughs> yeah, so Jesus, stupid. Man. It's so Jesus. stupid. Uh, I do drop. I was like, oh, Alec Pierce. Like, let's just put 100 bucks on his over or something, you know, or mm-hmm. something like that. But fuck, it's so dumb. And I every time I do it, I'm, I tell myself, this is stupid. This is stupid. Don't do this, Nate. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew too, right? Like I sent that text of all my screenshots of what I bet in our group text, and I said, you know, get ready for a bloodbath. Yep. And I and I knew it when I sent it, and then I knew it directly after that when Trey was like, "Well, I don't hate any of it." <laughs> and that should have been the key for everybody else to bet the complete opposite. Yeah, she's gone the other way on every I, single one of those. I bets. think the only thing I hit was like uh, Kenneth Walker over yards or something like that and he hit it in the second quarter so i wanted to get in um i had to ignore that chat for a good four or five days because i was in california All you yeah can you can't bet there yeah you can't bet there that sucks so, so. save me Fuck. some money probably yeah yeah definitely what you got a question for me i do uh so thoughts on the mlb playoff format i don't mind it i like having more teams right um i like having that piece to it i think it makes it a little bit more exciting the problem I the only problem I have with it, and I get it because it's weather restricted, right? Like we're playing in the end of October and we're the second round or the third round, right? So then T series can be long and stuff. You're gonna be playing baseball through November. And that's an issue for weather, because baseball is primarily played out of outside. I wish all the series, like make that wild card series five, make every other series for a team that won their division seven games. That's, that's all I want. Right. If you have to start the season in mid February or something like that, right? Like I get that places in the Northeast are freezing cold at that time frame, but you know, you could always make up those games, Mm -hmm. right. Or have those people develop some type of technology to clear snow right do something like to be able to have those type of games install heating devices within all the seats or whatever you got to do but start it earlier so that we can have a better playoff run because playoff baseball is kind of like playoff hockey i'd see these two sports where you have like you can get high scores but primarily you're not going to have high scores Mm -hmm. so that like it generates that little bit of anxiety at all times, right? Like what's going to happen in this pitch? What's uh, going to happen in this pitch? factor for nine innings. Boom, boom, boom. And you know, or whatever and you hear it and you're like, Oh, or whatever. So like, I want that in the playoffs and it's electric in the playoffs. Yeah. Especially when you got teams like the Yankees, you know, who have personalities, the Astros who definitely have personalities, right? Fucking hate them. But God Talk damn it. Guys. It's such good baseball to watch, right? They're good at baseball, but they just double down on the fact that they cheated. And then you got teams like the Padres, right? They're young and they got a lot of swag. They think that they're better. The team of California, they beat the Dodgers and the Dodgers are like this pristine, whatever. But then they also have fun too, right? But you could tell there's a lot of anxiety within that team to do well. Cause you know, you win 111 games, yeah. whatever, you're like the fifth best team ever to play baseball. And then you get bounced the first time you play, you know, and it's like, fuck this sucks. But let me let me watch seven games. Make someone win four, right? When you're at that point, there's so many swings in baseball to where you know you can win two games in a row or you lose three in a row and you go on a streak, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the fun stuff about baseball. But yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I like it. I like the more teams. I know Brandon doesn't like it because he's a cards fan and they stink, <laughs> but I don't know what he expected. You know, Albert Pujols to keep juicing and them not test him or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but 
Um, but I like it. I wish, I just wish we got more games to play a playoff baseball. Yeah. 162 games. It spans, I think almost seven months. The regular season does. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think after the wild card should have less than seven games in each of those series. Yeah. Um, so we're both Dodger fans. We got bounced in the divisional round. So maybe some bias here, but I don't think the Dodgers would have won the world series. Do you? Probably not. Oh, right. No way in hell. Yeah. But, but it's just dumb because like we won 111 games, got bounced. Mm-hmm. The Braves and the Mets, they won 101 games each. They got bounced. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees should have got bounced if not for the MLB and the stupid weather. Like, yep. I think Cleveland would have won that series. So, I mean, that's your four top teams all out. Should have been yeah. out, honestly. But, yeah, seven games, just do it. But Yeah. But it also makes it good, too, right? Like, like everybody has a chance. And you know in baseball, you get on a little streak. You get some confidence. Like, you're different in the batter's box. The pitcher's different, right? Stuff like that. Like the, yeah. it's just, it's just more exciting. Um, and anybody can win it, right? The Braves were a wild card team last yeah. year. Too, Every couple so. of years, you get a wild card team that just catches fire. Like it's, it's hardly ever that the best team in baseball ends up winning the World Series, yeah. right? Like the best team overall. So, yep, there's that. You the same way, basically. Yeah. Share the same sentiments. All still, right. Tr- still triggered. Yeah. <clears throat> The only thing that triggers me is like when you go on social and everybody just starts talking shit about how the Dodgers choked. And it's like, you're talking about a team who was excellent for seven, seven to eight months out of the entire season. Right. And we or have, out of the entire a, year. Do we have our pitching staff? No, no, but that's not, not even the case. This is just nothing. And, and Gary V does this thing a lot too, where he talks about how people are cynical or they throw out hate on social. And all you got to talk about is, you know have compassion for them because they're hurting because they have to go shit on people mm-hmm. whatever for their downfalls and it's like you're talking about a team that lost three games within a week like you've lost life dog like i don't know what you're talking about like you're talking about these guys choking you choke like you still don't do shit you still don't i don't know whatever i've ranted about that enough but i get it know. i get it all the time on twitter <clears throat> Yeah. Because I put ketchup on my steak, I get hated on daily. <laughs> I don't get why people even care. Like ketchup it's, is delicious, and actually, it's actually pretty good with steak. Like it's, it's so funny. Like as instant engagement. Anytime I see those stupid posts, I go ketchup. Yeah, every single it, time. It's so good. Like, what's wrong with ketchup? Like, oh, I'm not a man because I have ketchup. Sorry, there's a 300 million dollar quarterback out there who eats steak with ketchup go fuck yourself and he could bag any chick in this country that he wants so whatever moving on news and notes so we'll do a quick standings update of our league and then we will jump into some nfl and sports news and notes here so standings update uh, top of the standings this week coming out of this week six weeks into the nfl season is the pocket dogs sitting alone at five and one we got five teams at four and two milford academy they stink they just lost to me i smoked them i don't know even know what they're doing I feel like the New York Jets, maybe that's why, because I was like, oh, I'm going to beat, you know, the best team in the league right now. Take them down. Dragon Slayer. Shout out Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Uh, Password is Taco. Murder Boners. Fucking auto draft. We're going to make a rule about auto drafts uh, next year. Too hot to handle. Boner Jams 03. Sitting at 3 and 3. The Dragon Slayer himself. Uh, That is me. You got the Eskimo Brothers and I shave my balls for this. You, Tony, are sitting at two and four. It's not looking good for you uh, at whatsoever. Like you're, I'm surprised you got two wins. You probably played Chad, uh, who is zero and six matters now instead of cops lives matter and three penis wine and Nick, and they're sit- both sitting at zero and six. So interesting that Nick made a bet with me being the bottom three team, and he hasn't got a win yet. So I had a whole segment to rag on him, but we're gonna save that for later on when he's like zero and ten or something like that. So. Any thoughts on the standings going forward? Have you looked at any of the stuff in ESPN where it has the projections from the beginning, right? Oh, yeah, Jesus you Christ. were you, you were number one before. And I think right now you're like 11 or 10 or something like that. No, it's it was dead last last time. I <laughs> yeah, it. it's it's cool just seeing this red line and then I have to like scroll across the screen to see where you ended yeah. up. It's pretty fun. I drafted great. There's nothing worked <laughs> out after that. The moment the draft ended, I think I started moving back. Do you think that... You know, we had all of the things that we all kind of thought or people thought or theories or whatever. Do you think it kind of regresses to the mean? Like we saw some players this week that came out where it's like, hey, you know, I was big on Juju coming into the season. I was big on Lazard and stuff like that. Um, some other little running backs, Josh Jacobs or whatever, where it's like, no, these guys are solid or whatever. And you don't see it at the beginning of the season because you're getting all these blow up performances. But teams didn't really play in the preseason. And 
you know, Juju breaks out this week. He goes for like 20 points or whatever. One of that was like a 40-yard touchdown or something like that. But he's getting the catches and he's still getting targets. Guys like Claypool, stuff like that, where it's like, hey, we, we expected these guys to be big parts of the offenses. Do you think it kind of starts to get into the norm a little bit now going forward? Or are we, we still expected to see like trash, whatever, you know, 40-point blowouts by, you know, random players? Yeah, I think last year... I think that's just the exception. I think someone, I forget who it was, they posted a stat like fantasy scoring is down 22% this year over where we were at last year. So I think you made a comment last time we were on about how like the quarter, you get a, get yourself yeah. a quarterback and a tight end and like you're mm-hmm. set. That's like what 70 points mm-hmm. right there. If you get like a Josh Allen 40 burger and a Kelsey or Andrews like 25, 30 point yeah. performance, right? I think you could cover up a lot of that last season by having some of those positional players just because there were so many points being scored this year's it's not like that so i i I think we just need to look at that maybe going forward uh change our draft strategies next year i don't know Uh, i'm interested to see where people go this this coming up year because i kind of went like i got mixed in or whatever and then i waited on running back forever right i got stacked wide receivers i can't even play them all and i want to but um but I'm interested to see where, because I felt like people were going so running back heavy at the beginning, right? And I was like, kind of wish I would have just got a quarterback two in there, like in the third or fourth. But um, I like going in different directions than everybody else, right? If everybody's going this way, I need an advantage, That's right? What you do, so yeah. if people are going to go heavy quarterback, and then it's like, all right, now I might go scoop up my running back wide receiver stuff at the beginning or tight ends or something like that. So it'll be interesting to see how people fly. Like if you're seeing tj hawkinson in like the fourth fifth round because people are like oh tight ends are drying up you know and it's like okay mm-hmm. like we're good that guy's getting two points a week so even yeah because golf is i have i have, I have hawkinson so i'm living yeah, that reality golf is right over now. here slinging 400 yard games to these wide receivers nobody knows about so anyway speaking about quarterbacks slinging it all across the field and you brought up the chicago bears earlier i saw this stat i think it was on twitter it's like a little graphic Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills has accumulated more offensive yards himself than the entire Chicago Bears have as a team six weeks through the season. Do you think that by the end of the season, Josh Allen and that offense can have, he can produce more yards than the entire Chicago Bears? Yes, I think he's on pace for like over 5,000, like 5,100 passing yards. Six or 700 rushing yards. So absolutely, I do. Uh, in the Bills, they got the 28th um, ranked rushing de- uh, mm-hmm. offense. It's the This is like a DVOA stat. It's like defensive adjusted value over average, like an efficiency matri- uh, yeah. metric. Um, so yeah, why not? Like they're first in passing DVOA by a 10 percentage point margin. So why stop? Like why stop passing over yeah. running, right? And Josh Allen, like he, he does it all. He can run it in. He can throw it in. Like yeah. He's fun to watch. And we mentioned the advantage you have if you have him on your mm. team. Terrence, I think Terrence has him, you son of a bitch. The, if the Chicago Bears cannot produce more yards as a team, right? They And it, it sucks because they're going to get a lot of kickoff return yards, right? But yeah. But let's say even total yards, kickoff return, punt return yards. Josh Allen creates more offensive yards than they do at the end of the season. They should just quit the NFL. Like just, just no. You know what? The Bears are not allowed in the NFL anymore. They go to the AFL or whatever these other ones are that the Rock owns or something like that. Go play over there because you kind of trying to relegate them. Yeah, relegate them, right? Relegate them. <laughs> so I'm looking up the Bears' uh, yardage total right now. I'm I'm curious now that you brought it up. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I forget where I saw it. It was like a little graphic thing, but. Um, I wonder how if there's other teams that'll have something like this too, right? I mean, Josh Allen runs the ball a lot too, so that that goes into it. But they've got 1,700 yeah. yards. Total I think he has through six weeks. So what's that times what three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's beating. He's beating for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it sucks so bad. Oh. Anyways, talking about teams that suck, we're gonna go. This is gonna be a weekly thing. All right, every time we do the podcast. We're going to go over this little piece called Rams by the Numbers. All right. So earlier we brought up in our last episode about, you know, Matthew Stafford delivering the ball to white players and non-white players and their success as a team. So this last week, these guys played the Carolina Panthers. 
they had 29 rushes. Five of them went to white guys, 24 to non-white guys, right? I'm not even going to say black. We're going to say non-white. I just said black. It doesn't matter. Anyways, 31 targets in the passing game, 15 to white guys, and 16. Tony, 16 to non-white guys. It, this is not the, the same Rams team that we've known for, you know, two years, three years under this regime. So in total opportunities, the Rams had 60 plays where players were going to touch the ball or opportunities to touch the ball. 20 went to white players, 40 to non-white players. That's a two to one. So two to one. Rams 24, Panthers 10. Is this a coincidence or is this not a coincidence? Do you think the Rams are thinking about this and saying, hey, Matt Stafford, give it to the black guys. Obviously, they're more athletic. That's why you don't see any white corners in the league because they cannot. Like, it's just a fact. We can't compete. We can't compete. The best basketball players in the world are all black dudes. They're not white dudes. Stop giving white dudes the ball. The white dudes are good at one thing, and that is quarterbacking and blocking. That is about it. Quarterbacks and blockers kick the ball too. Hell of a hell of a lot of kickers. Maybe that's because they're all in like prep league, you know, travel soccer and stuff like that growing yeah. up because they all grew up in privileged families. But do you think there's truth data to this? I, I need to go back to last year and see yeah. what it was like when they won a Super Bowl. But um, do you think? I, I think I think they succumbed to public pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Like they saw the Taco Corp tweets and they had to <laughs> they had to change things up. Yeah, this is definitely <laughs> what it was. Oh, I saw that uh, the Rams and the 49ers are in the trade market for CMC. If that happens, CMC to the Rams, like your theory is correct and you need to go on record mm -hmm. with more. Oh, it, you should probably just do yeah, that. Yeah, the only white guy that's good at playing running back since like Peyton Hillis in one year. Like that's all it is. One, one year, year, Peyton yeah. Hillis. Got him on the Madden cover with that bull, that bull ringed helmet or whatever like that. And we never yep. heard from him again. So they think he had a neck roll yeah, and everything. That's crazy. Yep. I don't know, man. Two to one targets equals two touchdown wins. So uh, there we go. I don't know what it is. It's just who they, if they have Cooper Cup, they have uh, Ben Skoranek. I think he's Shut like a guy Notre Dame. They have Tyler Higby. Like they just have a lot of those guys who are getting meaningful snaps. And so they're getting the targets because he's clearly not on the same page with, uh, with a Rob. There's right not a Notre Dame fan in the world who knows who Ben Skoranek is. You didn't no, know that? I never knew who the hell this dude was. And all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I had a Notre Dame rookie. And I'm like, I never, I don't remember seeing this guy play. Like he's not a thing. <laughs> he's not a thing. So it's Cooper cup light. Whatever. He, is. he just looks like the guy. So they get confused on the defense. Yeah. All right. So you throw him in a bunch <laughs> formation. It's like a disguise <laughs> thing, right? Have you seen those images where they're like, this yeah. is what they're really trying to do. That's why all white people are on the field. I'm, yeah. I'm certain. So like that day where I started being like, I think it was week one, right? And I started, I yeah. tweeted that thing out. I would, I looked up like Matt Stafford white. There was not one tweet before me that posted no, anything. It blew up. It blew up because of me. So and now everybody's like, oh, this is this. Yeah, suck it. Whatever. I don't need the followers. Uh, all right. So prior to the season, Tony, we gave our picks on our division winners and two wildcard teams. From each conference, uh, mine's not going well whatsoever. Some of my uh, my hot takes or whatever, uh, I'm going to win that Bengals one. I'm I'm certain of it. But anyways, yeah. six weeks down, you could change it all up. Who plays in the NFC and AFC championships, and then who makes it to the Super Bowl and wins it? All right, so. I've got I've got new wildcard teams. I've got the championship teams and the Super Bowl. What do you, what do you want? What let's do you want? start with let's just start with who makes it to the conference championship. Okay, on the AFC side, I got the Chiefs and the Bills. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's different. I don't know if I'm deviating from what I picked originally. I think we both had the Chargers, yeah. maybe. But I I mean they've sustained some injuries. They can't escape that. They're like Baltimore in that regard. But uh, I like Kansas City. I don't think they've really missed a beat, even though like. They have everyone playing receiver. You never know who's going to, you know, be the number one receiver. Kelsey, he's the top pass catcher, but you never know who the top receiver is going to be on that team outside of mm -hmm. Kelsey. But they've been playing fine. The defense is okay. And then the Bills, like, they're on another level. So I think they'll be there as well. Okay. And then in your NFC? Eagles, Bucks. Eagles, bu the Bucks. I think that's what I had. So I don't know if I've changed from that either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who wins out of the Chiefs' Bills? 
Uh, I have the, the Bills, Bills taking that matchup. And then who yep. wins out of the NFC? Eagles Bucks. So the Bucks smoked the Eagles last year. I think they played in the wild card or divisional mm-hmm. round. But I'm taking the Eagles this year. Okay. Tampa Bay's not the same. Philly's got, I think, like a top five defense, top five offense. Like, I think they're legit. Yeah, and then who wins it all? The Bills? The Bills. Bills? Yep. All right. Yep. So you got the Bills winning it. And then I will go with my AFC. I'm also going to go Chiefs, Bills. And then I am going to select the Chiefs to win that. I don't know what it is. It's just... It's they're gonna figure it out. Isaiah Pacheco is gonna be part of the offense, hopefully later probably. on, right? Um, probably. So I think that I think they're gonna they're gonna figure out. They're out of the, the gates hot. No one in the AFC West is gonna beat them. No one else. I don't. They're, they 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 might lose to the Niners this weekend. They're going to San Francisco, uh, but the Niners have like five Pro Bowlers that are on the IR right now. So that's kind of mm-hmm. tough, right? But there's that in the NFC. I am selecting the San Francisco 49ers. They are going to represent uh, one of the teams there. And then I'm also going to select the team who nobody thinks is good. Do you know who this team is? You better not fucking say the Giants. Hell yeah, the New York football Giants. <laughs> We're gonna have not Danny good. Dimes. No, you know what this is? I think I think I was texting... Oh, it was my buddy Aaron. I was texting my buddy Aaron from back home because I was trying to get him to go to New York with me, but he's got to work like the day before Christmas or something. And we we're talking about what the season's like. And it's like, you know what's going to happen is Jimmy G's going to fuck around because he's an Iron fan too. I was like, Jimmy G's going to fuck around and win the Super Bowl and fuck this whole thing up because now we're going to have to pay this dude. And they just got Trey Lance. And then they're going to draft another quarterback this coming up year, right? And everyone's going to be like, oh, this, this, this. And he's going to Matt Stafford, the 49ers, basically, and just stink ass after. But it seems like one of those things where it's like Jimmy G would win a Super Bowl, so the Niners are just all fucked up, right? But this also seems like, because he's a big Danny Dimes guy too, right? And, And so am I. But it's like, this seems like one of those Eli Manning beats Tom Brady type of seasons, right? Like, they shouldn't be doing this, right? Their wide receivers aren't all that great, but they have a bunch of little slot guys that can go all over the place. Um, Some big white tight end like Jeremy Shockey, right? And some Billingsley guy. But it seems like one of those years where it's like, you can get a Giants. Like, how are they doing this? And maybe they go on like a four-game skid, slide in as a wild card and and go for it. But yeah. I got the Niners and the Giants in the NFC Championship, and then I got the 49ers to win that. They're going to go to the Super Bowl, and then I will select the 49ers to win the Super Bowl this year. So that is me. That is me. It is written. So No, I don't like yeah. any of that. The only reason that the Chiefs wouldn't beat the Bills is because it's going to be hellacious weather going in to Buffalo, right? And for an AFC championship game in January or something like that. So mm-hmm. that's our picks. You got the Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, Bucks, Bills playing the Eagles, Bills winning the Super Bowl. I got the Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Giants, Chiefs, Niners in the Super Bowl. Niners win the Super Bowl. It is written. The Niners should have won. Neither one of those teams last year should have been in the Super Bowl. And everybody knows it. The Rams were not they're like one of the worst teams that ever win a Super Bowl. It was crazy. So the Cincinnati Bengals lose to the Chiefs. If they play that game 100 times, they lose 97 of them. And Probably. if the Niners play the Rams that game 100 times, they win it at least like 78, 79 times. So everybody knows this. It's <laughs> factual. So uh, there's that. <clears throat> All right. I think I think Kyle Shanahan goes into the fourth quarter with a lead 79-80% of the time and loses all those games. I think that's what you I thought you were going to say Kyle Shanahan goes in with a lead of 79 points and loses the game. <laughs> uh, Have you seen the Lamar Jackson stats? He's basically the Kyle Shanahan of quarterbacks right now. You know, after 3 weeks everybody was like the price ain't what it was before. The price ain't what it was before, right? All these guys on ESPN and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. they blow 21-point lead. They blow 14-point lead. They blow 10-point lead. Like, all second-half leads. And Lamar Jackson stinks. So, yeah. that's That's got to be interesting. Like, you're just watching his market value, like, rise and dip and rise and dip. It's like trying to trade GameStop. 
Is it? Well, hold on. Is Mojo sponsoring you? Is huh? that what that is? I don't is know that? what that is. Mojo? <laughs> Mojo's like, uh, like you can uh, buy uh, shares of athletes. Oh, that's sick, dude. That is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Ratcliffe, FTN, is on like Sirius. Mm-hmm. He's got, he, he's got a sponsor and ad. He talks about that yeah. all the time. But I've yeah, heard about it because people were like, uh, like you can go into fractional markets of sports cards, right? On websites like Collectible and stuff like and Rally. Mm-hmm. So you can have a piece of like a big card right like a two hundred thousand dollar card and you owned about a thousand dollars worth of it right and it and it mm-hmm. trades up and down right people are buying different shares and stuff like that so uh mm-hmm. kind of the same concept but with actual humans is that modern day slavery tony is that what that is uh you might need a whole different podcast <laughs> episode if we're gonna get into sports conspiracy and that. theory episode right the nfl oh my god dan schneider knows about it and damn it we're gonna get to the bottom of this so yeah oh, every nfl owner is shitting their pants right now because dan schneider's like fuck y'all y'all ain't doing shit you can't fire me i got dirt on everybody like oh that's pretty cool so all right moving on last topic under this thing you and me tony we play this week here in talk court fantasy football league battling mm-hmm. the three and three gets the two and four I mean, my team's coming together. I just took down, you know, the top team in the league. I took down the top team in the league with Matt Stafford at quarterback. He got me a solid, like, six and a half points, as he always does. Um, Want to make a wager this week? Tony Patriots in shambles, but why yeah. the hell not? Let's All right, do it. So my idea for our wager is you have a podcast, the 58 West King podcast, available on all platforms out there, and you can – Click on that link that's down below and whatever you're listening to this on, you can just get taken straight to it and hit the subscribe button, support the guy. And I got a podcast, obviously we're on it. Mm -hmm. So the wager would be the winner gets to do a recording for the intro of the other person's podcast for next week. So you will get one, one spot on this podcast here and I get at least three. I mean, you guys put out all kinds of podcasts every single week. So yeah, at least I just want one. I just want one. Maybe it's the recap. I'll give you a week's okay. worth. We do three to four episodes a week. I'll give you, yeah, I'll give it to you nice. for the week. You good with that? Yeah. You, you want to just want to record it after we're done here. Cause <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to fucking. Watch uh, I, I gotta, I gotta think about this, right? I gotta listen to some different music. I gotta listen to some disc tracks, you know, some of that stuff with Eminem or something like that and get, get my words mm-hmm. together. So I gotta scour the internet for things that you've said in the past and you know, like pull up your Josh Hader tweets from like 12 years ago. Um, Yeah. Everybody's excited about that guy. But uh, anyways, that's, that's hurt. That's, that's me spewing hate right now. uh, Cause I'm, cause I'm in, I'm in a bad spot. Gary V will talk about me right now. Be like, be compassionate with that guy. Cause he's hurting inside. (laughs) No. All right. Let's move on. Uh, We got to do a draft this week and look, You've been gone. I've been gone. I did some travel to California as well. I I went to Virginia and then came back here. Been gone. And as every parent knows, we don't buy Halloween candy for trick-or-treaters until it's a couple days before trick-or-treating, right? Before Halloween. Next weekend's going to be bananas because it's a weekend and Halloween's on a Monday, right? You need to get to like – you got to go to like Walgreens to get it or CVS or something because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to be in all the Walmarts and Targets or whatever grocery stores. So anyways, we are going to do our top five Halloween treats. I, I label this as treats because people put different things in kids' Halloween baskets or, you know, little tubs or whatever you want to call those, pillowcases, whatever they're carrying around, right? And they're getting candy. People get other things in there too. So our top five Halloween treats draft. Tony, I'll let you go first. Unless you want to go second. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. I tried. <laughs> You try. Yeah. You, I like you the turn. Try? You know I like the turn. Right. Yeah. You're not going to pick my number one choice. Uh, damn it. I'm going to be mad if you – because I have one that I'm like, you're not going to have, but I think you might now that you brought it up. So, But you wouldn't use your number one on it because you don't think that I would have it either. So, Anyways, my number one is going to be the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. That includes the pumpkin one and everything like that. So Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay. I Reese's love them because board. my kids are yeah. allergic to – peanut butter so i get all of them <laughs> uh, lucky that's a yep. good one all right 
Uh, my number one pick, and this is the number one candy of the fall season. I look forward to this every year. Oh, God damn. No. Uh, they, got the gourmet, they got the gourmet stuff available at King Supers. Get yourself a bag. It's candy God corn. damn it. I fucking knew it. I... When I wrote out my list, I said he's gonna have fucking candy corn. I'm not even writing it on here. <laughs> You're the worst. So You're good. the worst. It's so good. It tastes like styrofoam. It's, well, styrofoam's delicious. Then. <laughs> uh, All right, your 2.1. No, 2.1 Twix. The little uh, Those are so good. left side, right side Twix. Yep. So yep, good. That's good. All right, and then my 2.2 is going to be Kit Kat. So I will go with Kit Kats, and then I'm going to go with Crunch, the Crunch chocolate bar, because it's got that little, like, texture to it or whatever. The crispies in it, mm -hmm. that's what I want. Yep. Those are pretty good. Kit Kats, that was definitely on my list. Crunch, I didn't have that one, but I don't hate them. Um, let's see. Third pick here. I'm going to go with the Snickers. Mm -hmm. Little bite-sized guys. I'll throw some Snickers in the bag. That's a good one, too. I'm not a real big fan of Snickers, other than the fact that my kids can't eat it, so... I'll hey, just keep yeah. putting them in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, fourth pick here, Reese's Pieces. Does that count? Reese's doesn't include that, right? No, you're good. Okay. Yeah, give me some Reese's Pieces. That is like one of the best candies ever. Like when I was, I, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but when I was living with you, I would literally just be like, yeah, I'm going to go to 7-Eleven real quick, <laughs> grab Charlotte some hot fries just so I can go grab like two or three bags of Reese's Pieces. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm like supposed to be going to bed, I'm just like picking one out at a time. <laughs> laying it. What's better, the the Reese's Pieces or the peanut butter M&Ms? They're the same thing. No, the Reese's Pieces are better. Yeah, Reese's Pieces. Fine. Okay. There's more peanut butter, I feel like, in the peanut butter I think the quality of peanut butter in Reese's Pieces is way better, though. Have you okay. had the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups with Reese's Pieces in them? No, that's too much. No, it is not. No, that's some, like, Inception no, shit. Not. I'm, not, I'm not doing it's that. not, so. All right, uh, my next one, then, is going to... Oh, man. All right, I got two, so it doesn't matter. But I'm going to go with a three musketeers this is oh. my favorite candy bar um so chocolate mousse. yeah so if you're ever like in a grocery store or a gas station you're like you know what nate would really like a three musketeers let me get him a three do that you know i wonder if nate wants can't yes i do want candy get me a three musketeers it doesn't have to be the king size that's kind of convenient though because it comes in like two little pieces so i can eat one of them and then mm -hmm. put the other one in the fridge for a little bit and then you got a nice little mm -hmm. cold one too. No. That's also that's also a pro tip with the Reese's. I meant to mention this mm -hmm. earlier. Stick your Reese's in the freezer. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna eat it in like two bites. You throw it in the freezer, you get like ten bites. Yeah, because it's way. so hard to get through, but it's kind of fun to do it, and because <laughs> and then it starts to melt yeah. in your mouth a little bit, and it's really really mm -hmm. fun. It's so, so good, good, dude. Jeez, look, this is all free too. We're doing this for free. We're not even like on OnlyFans or anything like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Just putting out free you're game. Welcome. You're welcome. Cool uh oh that's gross i gotta edit that out um no because i'm not editing anything all right my last one and this is the one that i thought you were having until i realized you're doing candy corn but this is actually one of my favorites and i think a lot of people hate it but it's so good and it's those popcorn balls when you get the the ball of popcorn it's like a sphere what? you've never had what neighborhoods are you going to that are giving out popcorn balls no they come in you picking like the retirement communities? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> it's like you get you get a popcorn ball and a coupon. <laughs> That's what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 50 cents yeah. off. Box, of, Box tricks. of tricks, right. The popcorn good. ball is good. And then they have like different ones. So it'd be like caramel or and it's just like there's an it's almost like a kettle corn style popcorn ball because it's gotta have something to make it stick. So they put the sugars and stuff. It's so good. And it's like it's just something that people don't like too. So, or they're like, what? Big yeah. old popcorn ball? And I'm like, yeah, it's a big old popcorn ball. You can just take it on the road, open it, eat it while you're going. You got popcorn all over you, but it's kind of fun because you can pick it. And then you got something to pick out of your teeth for like a good hour, which gives you something to do for the rest of the day if you're ever bored. So, pop. yeah, long road, long drive. You got some oral fixation. <laughs> Stay yeah. awake. Everybody likes a little oral on a long drive. <laughs> yeah. All right. Your last one, the 5.2. Ah. Uh... I, I don't know why the kids get these. They don't eat them. I like them. I'm a huge fan. They're similar to the Crunch, but they're not the same. They have caramel. Taking the 100 grand. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think of that. No. Oh, those ones are so the good. Most, 
the most expensive of all the Halloween yeah. treats. It's so good. And they, and the thing with the hundred grand too is like if you buy one of those like big mixture packs, it always comes with like the worst other chocolates, like Hershey's dark chocolate. Nobody wants bite-sized Hershey dark chocolate. Like yeah. get the fuck out of here. That a yellow one is that good <laughs> yeah, bar or yeah. something? Like, it's oh, like that. It's right in the trash. That, a yellow one and a Heath. Like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, nope. I wanted one thing. So stupid. So stupid. All right. To recap, top five Halloween treats. Tony, you got candy corn, ugh, Twix, Snickers, Reese's Pieces, hundred grand, and I am sitting here with the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Kit Kat Crunch, Three Musketeers, and a popcorn ball. This just sounds like another victory to me. <laughs> that popcorn ball, I swear, is so underrated, dude. I'm gonna get you one. I'm gonna get you. One. I'm gonna bring you a whole box. I'm gonna go to like uh, Costco or Sam's Club and just get like a whole thirty pack box or whatever like that and, and take it to your house. And you're gonna have to eat it. Are you? Are you bringing the girls over to our neighborhood for a trick or treat? Yeah, treating? we can do that. All right, I'll have some uh, popcorn balls and coupons <laughs> for you. Uh, coupons on uh, toilet paper or something like that too. So, you know, yeah. toothpaste, things that are necessary in life. So you're not beating the candy corn list. No, I'm just telling you no. that now. Popcorn ball versus candy corn. People are picking the popcorn That's ball. That's it's a poll. Nothing. It's a poll. We're gonna let's both put up polls the same thing you get a lot more traction you got like six times more followers than i do on so all right we'll both put it up i'll post it right yeah. after this yeah definitely <sighs> all right that's that i'm gonna win anyways rants and raves is our last segment before we get into banger of the week tony you got a rant or a rave you would like to share with the audience i i do i bitched about disneyland earlier so i'll go ahead and rave about them now uh have you been in like the last two or three years 2018 2018 Close. was the Star Wars like no it was being yet? built oh it was being built Ooh. dude it's legit so Rise of the Resistance I'm gonna rave about that mm -hmm. um I've never been on a ride like that like it was like you were on a movie set and the set pieces were like crazy crazy mm -hmm. cool um they had like animatronics which is like pretty cool it's like I think the very beginning of the ride you walk through a bay you're, like you're captured by the uh uh the first mm -hmm. order and there's like 30 stormtroopers just standing in a formation, all holding their guns, and like they're just moving, right? It's they're mm -hmm. robots, but they're just moving. They're animated to do so, right? They have holograms, so you get like General Hux, uh, uh, Kylo Ren's there. You get videos of like Oscar mm -hmm. Isaac, uh, Poe Dameron, uh, Ray. She's a hologram. Uh, I think R2's in there. Like you get all the movie, um, like the the actors from the movies, the the most recent trilogy. Like they're on the ride. They're part of the ride, and it's just like an experience. Um, it's a long ass wait, mm -hmm. but I think if you go to Disneyland, like it's, it's one you have to go on. Uh, that's probably like, I would recommend this to people. If you go to Disneyland, get there before the park opens. Cause I think they open the gates early park opens at eight. You can walk in mm -hmm. sooner. They don't want everyone standing out there at eight o'clock. Yeah. Right. Go straight to rise of the resistance and jump in line. Um, that is a lightning lane one, but you have to pay extra like on top of the genie plus. Oh. So it's like an individual thing of, cause of course Disney, yeah. right. They're, they're nickel and diamondist, but that ride is like, it's crazy good. Like 10 out of 10 nice when you went to disney did they have did you have all the like hollow they had all the halloween stuff up and everything too right oh it's pretty yeah. cool Haunted yeah. Mansion. that one that's all so cool. uh nightmare before christmas yeah. so did you cool. get a nightmare that's another one mm -hmm. that's another one though the the wait was like two yeah. hours because they do an individual lightning lane so not part of disney or genie plus you got to pay extra for yeah. that one on top of paying extra for lightning lane so stupid nice. But the ride's cool. Like you can, like you walk by and you just hear the music. You see all the decorations. Yeah. Jack Skellington, Oogie Boogie, they're That's all there. Cool. Did they, did they, they have like all the themed churros and stuff like that too? <laughs> I didn't no? see that. I just saw regular uh, ass churros. So when we went, we went during Halloween. It was the last time we went. It was in 2018. I think Adrian had just gotten back from like one of her schools and was about to move to Virginia. Um, mm -hmm. So we went down there or whatever and they had like, uh, like Maleficent uh churro and it was like oreo crusted or something like that right and it had but it had like this green sour apple like dipping sauce because it could be a dipping sauce with every churro right but it's like a green sour apple one or they had different things like that um that were all themed desserts and treats and stuff that's what we would go for because the girls were pretty young at the time so like layla would ride some stuff and then we'd have like a double stroller and then they would pass out like midday and me and Adrian just be like let's go we're like hopping park to park to get different <laughs> foods and stuff because we're like 
yeah. we're not buying six of these things <laughs> like or four of yeah. these things or whatever like that so that's pretty cool 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 all right that's your that's all you got right there yeah what do you so got? me uh so i've talked a lot about stuff before about like emotions or whatever like that or just things happening in life uh so i kind of wanted to rave a little bit about people that are going through stuff uh that personally stuff that is like really kind of heartbreaking uh can be detrimental to your your mind or your mental or whatever like that and those people that just keep going and doing it right so they can let it affect them super negatively and and maybe it does right but they still get the stuff done that they got to get done right like they're doing well taking their kid taking care of the kids when you see their kids they're super happy right so you know that they're not feeling the effect of whatever's going on in life whether that be you know anything that you can think of negatively right anything that would you put you in a really bad mood or just that you would think can just beat you down and you wonder how someone's doing but you don't want to reach out sometimes or whatever like that so um shout out to those people i know we got some people that we're close to that are going through that you know i've been through it uh pretty heavy i've talked openly about that too so a lot of people that are pretty close to us that are going through through some of the worst times in life right now but um uh just super proud of them they keep doing it everything looks pretty good um they struggle they cry they do their thing or whatever like that but in the morning they wake up and they put their pants on and they get get shit done that they gotta get shit done mm -hmm. you know and don't don't let it affect their lives to where it's it's such a big negative impact on everything right controlling what they can control yeah. and and getting through it uh any way that they can so uh shout out to those people and tip your cap to you Whew. anything else for the listeners before we get out of here tony we got it under an hour. No, no, I think that's don't, it. This is a record time. Don't for talk us. more because <laughs> oh, under an hour. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's cool. It's good. I got a I got a day job now, so I got to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have kids here until like Saturday. So, um, yeah. if you want to go to an Avs game Friday night, let me know. So, I'll buy your ticket. <clears throat> uh, I kind of want to go. Just they're playing the Kraken, so they're kind of cool to see like the seattle team the new seattle franchise Avs just won a championship so ticket prices are a little up there but it's not too bad so but uh the opening night was terrible it was like you couldn't pay less than 400 bucks to get in that place because they're doing the banner and everything like that but it of course it's yeah. down like 80 percent for the, any other game so all right <clears throat> then when we get out of here let's pay some homage out to some of our homies one of them being you tony and the 58 west king podcast you want to tell people about what you guys do over there yeah, we do a preview and recap episodes for all the NFL action every week. We also preview and recap our home league. So uh, do kind of do something similar to what Nate does here. Uh, you can look through past episodes, get to learn about all of our different managers. We have, you know, reoccurring guests who come on the show, talk about what's going on in their life, talk some shit. Um, we've got a website. I've got the Twitter at 58WKingPodcast. Uh, my co-host, Matt, Matt Graham, he's in this league in Taco Corp at GrahamTheMan69. He just did like three solo yeah. podcasts while I was on vacation pretty legit his uh, manager on manager segment might, was so good it's <laughs> so, so good, good. I, might, I might let him take over duties just all together i'll just be the yeah. edit guy i don't know mm -hmm. but uh yeah you can find all of our stuff on everything apple spotify google cool. it's out there we need matt to take care of his health so that i can get on that thing too and just rage on people so i, I really want to rage on jason baziotis and the guy who's winning that league three-time champion and stuff like that go look at who's starting at quarterback and tell me that it should be should be there I hope that he loses every game because he is starting Taysom Hill at quarterback. Just waiting for that one. Yeah. Wow. Taysom Hill, quarterback, <laughs> eligible in I, Yahoo. And you want to talk shit about ESPN. Get out of here. So, what? okay, what's his position then if it's not quarterback? It's tight end. Okay, how many uh, targets and receptions does he have on the year? Through six it doesn't weeks. matter. He's not one a quarterback. Target, one He's reception. A, he has more rushes than he then has. Then he should be a running target. back. He should be a running back. Exactly. So the, the, the whole position thing with Taysom Hill needs to be they, addressed. They do it in baseball, though. Like, there's amount of eligible snaps for you that you have to – or eligible plays for you to get position eligibility, yeah. right? It's like, in his dynamic, if you're not playing that, then you don't – they take it away because you're not playing that position anymore. Mm -hmm. They do it in fantasy baseball. Do it in this, too. It's stupid. It, we have – we've had, like, uh, Devin Hester, like mm -hmm. those types of players who are just, like, return mans. That's almost all they do. Maybe they line up in the backfield. But those guys are designated as receivers. Yeah. 
I think I'm pretty sure Taysom Hill has returned more kicks or punts than he has targets as a tight a tight end. I'm doing quotations. So like I don't know why he has the tight end. His position on the dumb. depth chart is not quarterback. Like he's not like the he's not there. It's stupid. Yeah, the, don't leave it to the Saints. Like this is where the platforms have to take matters yeah, into their own hands. Yeah. Be be good humans. So how does that work in your league? Because he's is he also going to be listed as a tight end if he's also he's only listed as, listed as a, a tight end, so he doesn't get team quarterback stuff. He might start this week if he plays that position. I think it goes there, but it's mm-hmm. not like if he's so so. Weird. It's like when Saquon lines up in the backfield, like he doesn't get quarterback points in our league or anything like mm-hmm. that, right? So like you don't see Danny Dimes with you know or that position with quarterback yeah. points, so. And the quarterback position, or I'm sorry, the tight end position is so shitty this year because of Taysom Hill's, what, one or two games that he's had? I think one game was like a three touchdown. He's the tight end three yeah. in standard, tight end six in PPR. But you can't start that. But he has one catch. He's got but one why catch. start it? Like, he had week one, he had 15 points. And then two weeks ago, he had like 40 points. And everything else is yeah, like one it. point something. So why even do it? Yeah. Like, go get your six, seven, eight points, you know, whatever like that. But. Uh, for the sake of time, you could also look at uh, the Whiskey Flick podcast that Terrence done, the uh, infamous team that I just slayed the Milford Academy this year, this week. I dominated. Let's just put that on the record. Terrence Dunn, check out his podcast. He reviews movies, drinks booze. He just did some of the Batman stuff. He's got some football stuff coming out later on, too, as well. So that's a, that's a really fun podcast if you're into movies and you want to learn a little bit more about some of the in-depth stuff about it or, you know, people's takes or whatever like that. But Anyways, let's get out of here. Banger of the week. So whether you are somebody who's going through a bunch of shit, right? This is a pretty cool song to listen to. And you're like, oh, you get yourself in a mood. You you, you go left and right on the chair. Uh, like the girl in Save the Last Dance. I watched that the other night, too. It's on Netflix. Save the Last Dance. That's a pretty good movie. Uh, I also watched Love and Basketball for the first time, which is terrible for me because I'm a rom-com guy. Uh, I watched that for the first time. It's competing with Fever Pitch right now. It's my favorite movie, and I'm really torn. Dang. I'm really torn. So anyways, going through a rough time. Cool song to kind of get hyped to or whatever like that. Put yourself in a mood concept. I mean, this is the this is the song I'm listening to every week when I'm playing fantasy football now because I started out like one and two or something like that. People are like, oh man, Nate's team stinks. He's got Matt Stafford. He stinks. Boom, three and three. We're coming through. Beat the best team in the league. I'm about to beat Tony. I'm about to be on the podcast. You know, at the intro for the podcast, podcast, podcast next week, stuff like that. I don't know. Whatever it is you wanna um, you wanna use this song for, I'll use it this week. And actually, Tony, did you know that this is a a song with metaphors in it so or just change names like 50 cent change the name right but it's actually me rapping as 50 cent and he's actually talking about you in this song right so your jaw rule and then later on in this song there's a there's a thing a, a clip from charlotte that's talking you know trying to defend you and stuff like that so anyways the song is back down by 50 cent for tony i'm nate love you bye love you bye about me the young boy any living thing down. that cannot coexist with the kid must have ceased existing little nigga now listen yeah. your mammy your happy that bitch you chasing your little dirty ass kids i fucking race him your success is not enough you want to be hard uh-huh. yeah. and if you get knocked you get fucked in the yard uh-huh. he's a pop tart sweetheart you soft in the middle i eat uh-huh. you for breakfast a watch was a stage for your necklace and your boss is a bitch if he could he would Sell a soul for cheap, trade his life to be sure You can buy cars but can't buy respect in the hood Maybe I'm so disrespectful cause to me you're a mystery I know niggas from your hood, you have no history Never poke nothing, never pop nothing, nigga stop frontin' Jay put you on, X made you hot Now you running around like you some big shot <laughs> Pussy It's easy to see when you look at me If you look closely, 50 don't back down Everywhere I go, both post with toast East side, west side, I about me the young boy. The rap game's all fucked up now. What we 
gonna do now? How we gonna eat, man? 50 back around. That's Jalo, punk ass, thinking out loud. Southside to I die, that's just how I get down. I'm back in the game, shawty, the ruling conquer. You sing for hoes and sound like the cookie monster. I'm the hardest from New York, my flow is bonkers. All the other hard niggas, they come from Yonkers. It's been years and you had the same niggas in the background. You're never gonna sell Mitsubishi to a crack child. Them niggas there just suck, they no good. I ain't never heard a nigga say they like them in the hood. I'm back better than ever, on top of my game, even them country boys saying 50, we feeling your man. Now y'all stay the fuck out of my zone, out of my throne. I'm New York City zone, bad guy, bad guy. About me, the young boy, don't back down. I ain't gonna tell nobody you pussy. I ain't gonna tell nobody you getting started. It nah. over. I've been patiently waiting to blow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 50 Cent Show. This is my life, my pain, my knife, my gun. Now that I'm back, you can't sleep. I'm a nightmare, huh? You hire cops to hold you down, cause you fear for your life. But you done heard about the guns I done bought. Right. I ain't going nowhere. I done told you, nigga. I'm a G-Unit motherfucking soldier, nigga. They're not gonna like you. I know, I know. <laughs> oh no, he didn't say anything about John. Ja. Okay, John ja is my boo. Okay, Jeffrey Atkins ain't never hurt nobody. And y'all know, big things come in small packages. Holla! Now everything was cool until 50 Cent came back into the picture. They better First of all, they do not know that I am a 12-degree pink belt, okay? I will dice his ass up like a little piece of celery, okay? Cause see, they don't know me. Delicious. Do they know me? Okay, I thought so. Cause you know I know karate. And I will see him and I will gently his ass. 